Hello, Language of Play family. We did it. It is episode 100. Can you believe it? It's astounding to me. Today, we're going to look at what were the top 10 downloaded episodes. In other words, what do you like best? So listen in for the top 10. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned, because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. As you know, for the last two weeks, I have had a special, a celebration special, with this 100th episode in mind. So today is the last day. If you've been considering buying those lecture series, uh, the first one, why won't my kids listen? And the second one, getting kids to listen better. Each of those package deals are in the show notes. If you are considering that, or if you're confused on how this works, email me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. And you can also access those lectures in the show notes. So scroll down and find them. And remember that with your purchase, you also get one-on-one coaching with me. All right, what were the top 10 episodes during this past 11 months? The Language of Play podcast launched January 2nd, 2023. A couple of episodes were put up at the end of December as I was learning how to do it, but I actually launched it January 2nd. So it is 11 months now, and we have reached episode 100. During this time, It has been an absolute joy to coach some of you that contact me and walk you through what it is that can help you restore or create the communication that you want to have in your home. It's also been very humbling to realize how many listens have happened. 10,000 downloads was celebrated in October, and now there is well over 12,000 downloads. And so it is quite an honor to be available to teach and to support you and your home and your family. It's very humbling. I have also been so honored and so in awe 
at the 108 reviews that tell the value that you are getting because you have a strategy that you can implement because something that was said, you think, I can do that. I love that. And again, it is, it is an amazing honor to be here for you. All right, let's get into our top 10. Coming in at number 10 is episode six, titled Helping Kids Share Thoughts, Feelings, and Ideas. This episode is about how language is really learned. It's amazing and really fun to watch as our children begin to say words clumsily and then later with more precision. We cheer and we celebrate as these cute words and almost words become clearer. Then it seems in a blink. The kids seem to know lots of words and they string those words into sentences and they tell us stories. And if you are curious how that happens or you want to help your child express their thoughts, feelings, and ideas better, listen to episode six to learn three strategies to do just that. Coming in at number nine, number 55, Sarah Brumley on simultaneously navigating reactive attachment disorder and autism spectrum disorder with her adopted children. That was a popular one and has been popular for some time. Sarah adopted two girls from the foster care system. Currently, Sarah is parenting two teens and a toddler. Can you relate? Let's add reactive attachment disorder and autism spectrum disorder and adoption. So she shares her story about dealing with all of this at once. And it's a casual, bouncy conversation that talks about communication, connection, life balance, using resources, and mental health. Sarah is a lovely woman that I got to be friends with, and I know you will love that if you have not listened to it yet. Coming in at number eight is episode 56, titled, Do You Want Your Child to Speak More Clearly But Don't Know How You Can Teach It? Learn this, and you can teach anything. So that episode, so this episode is step one in helping your kids learn speech sounds. It's the beginning of a little series that I had done digging deep into how you can help your child develop speech sounds. What skills are necessary? Looking, listening, copying, and if you know how to identify the missing micro skill, you can teach just about anything. All right, coming in at number seven is episode 51 with LaDawn Hickman, and she is successfully teaching communication in the messy with autism. LaDawn also is somebody that I have been in a mastermind with, and she became a friend, and that is why I knew she would be a good person to learn from. LaDawn has fabulous examples of how to communicate with kids in ways that works with all kids. She is raising a child with autism spectrum disorder, and she talks about her experience helping her nine-year-old develop language in the presence of autism and the other associated disorders and struggles that come along with it. She tells exact verbiage she uses to communicate and how to manage behavior with her son. She gives a great example of how her self-awareness has grown due to these practices and how she approaches others and how she manages her own internal dialogue during the challenges. So listen in for this amazing example of how to do it ex um, successfully 
even in the messy that goes on in our homes with our children. All right, number six is episode number 68. Do you know how to practice early reading skills? Shannon Ali shares how to easily incorporate play and practice. So have you ever wondered how it is that you can teach your children pre-literacy? That means early reading skills. Do you know how to practice academics in a way that doesn't negatively impact your home life? But rather, it's like you can take it through as you go on with your day. If you've wanted to do that, then this episode is for you. You will want to listen to Shannon Ali for some fun, easy, simple ways to incorporate pre-literacy or early reading into your everyday life. And we talk about why it matters. Coming in at number five is episode two. What is play and why is it so important? I'm so glad this one was in the top ten because this is so near and dear for me. Play is a critical part of happiness for all ages. We can see play just days after birth, and we continue to learn to use the term play for athletes, musicians, actors, lovers, creatives, thought leaders, and problem solvers, and more. Even the birds and fish and animals play. Clearly, it is not just for children. And in episode two, we take time to dismantle the idea that play means trucks and dolls in order to see it a little more fully. When we learn to think of play with the definition that I give you, you begin to understand how your child's brain works better. And so episode two is a thought-provoking, curious way to view play. Coming in at number four is episode 90. What does improv have to do with parenting? Everything with Chris True. Now, I have to say that I love this because improv is indeed a form of play. Have you ever considered, though, that improv helps you also become a better listener? How about that we become better parents because we can parent better when we practice improv? What a great way to have fun and improve all of our relationships. Improv gives parents the space to think and interact differently with their kids. Improv improves listening skills for parents and kids. It's a practical application to all communication. It's not just for the laughter, but that comes too. It's not just for the comedy. It creates a more present, more engaged, more joyful, and less stressed home life. Improv is listening that drops everything but engagement. You become a confident communicator who gets your children to listen by your example. Being good at improv creates in you as a parent the skills you want to exemplify in your children. We learn playful ways to smooth out conflict in our homes. So many benefits. Coming in at three is episode number four, and that is one-year-old language learning with the book. And that one, I teach you how to use literature to be able to connect with your child nearing Christmas time now. And that was a Christmas book that I read last year with my then one-year-old grandson. And showing you how it is that you can sit back and relax when you have a little child and how it is that they don't listen to the books, right? But we can still use literature and use pictures and how you do it to teach language 
in the way they are ready, in the way they are paying attention. Coming in at number two is episode number one, an introduction to the language of play. And I guess that makes sense because when somebody comes to this podcast, they're They might well just want to know, what is it about? So they go back and they listen to what it is about. In episode number one, we talk about what it is to get behind the eyes of your child and communicate with them in a way their brains understand. The language of play is born out of this idea. However, it's not just an idea. It is a real thing. That episode begins the conversation of how we can connect differently and create a happier, more productive home. Over my career, I noticed how I applied brain knowledge and learning strategies from my continuing education, which improved all of my parenting. And so for many years, I thought all parents should have the benefit of this knowledge. This podcast is a way to share these connection and communication strategies. Now, drum roll for number one, the most downloaded episode that I have had during this first 11 months of The Language of Play is episode number 89. Kimberly Gone was the person I interviewed about alternative education as an option. How do you know the best educational model for your child? We talked about how there were many options for educating our children. Have you ever wondered what school option is best for your child? Kimberly Gahn converses on that topic, sharing her insights about the differences between children. I encourage you to let that episode be a stimulus for these thoughts. You will enjoy that show as it encourages connection and communication as you learn about how to identify what kind of education might be most suitable for your kiddo. There you have it. Those are the top 10. So what does that mean to you and to me? Well, what it tells me is what you're interested in. The episodes that you have downloaded the most are the ones that have topics that you're interested in. I also see that you are equally interested in solo episodes as guest interview episodes because there were five each. I see that you continue to be interested in play, and I love that, and interested in being the best parent that you can be. And of course that's true. That's the kind of people that listen to the language of play. Thank you for being here. Thank you for enjoying this top 10 recap with me. Remember, moms and dads, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in ways their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. At